What is up, world? Welcome to Apocalypse Now, the movie hangout show from Apocalypse Movies. I'm your host, Jacob Bartley, and we got the four-man crew here today. I don't believe Keith Barnes will be joining us, unfortunately, but I'm sure we'll see him here soon. I am your host, Jacob Bartley. We, of course, have Jake Berlin, Brian Avalicino, and Gio Ramos in the house. What is up, guys? Jake, you didn't get the memo. All black today. <laughs> You're, we can't oh. hear you. Your is, it just, is it just me, or is Jacob <laughs> talking extremely fast just now? Am I? Oh. No. Ah, I, thought, I thought you were going to say loud. Maybe you're just listening no. super fast. or listening. I, I, guess my super, I guess my super hearing had kicked in. I'm not sure. No, I think okay. I was talking a little fast. Um, I, I came directly from another podcast, and I was talking fast at the end of that one because I had to wrap up to go do this one. So I'm probably <laughs> still in that mindset, I think. That's what it is. Got it, got it, got Good it. Man. You, know what, you know what I just noticed? that I just have never seen. Jake, you're the only one that has an only image in our intro. It's, a, it's twos on everyone, and then you get well, like... Yeah, because... I know the reason for that. Happens. Happens. That's I know the reason for that. Yeah, that, that's how the podcast was set up when we were doing it in person. Yeah, well, that's why. Well, I, was never, I was never sitting with anybody. He made that during when we did Apocalypse Now at Brian's house, and it was like two and two and one, so... I was running the desk and I just could not leave myself out of it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, not not one image of a uh, stormy at all. It, there is nope. it. Well, that that is because the intro and, and it's funny because I've, right I've, I've been looking to uh, to actually recreate a new one because those are all from our first like ten shows. That, that's how oh, long ago that pretty good all stuff, that footage though. is, and it's because I the reason I can tell is because there's no overlays to the show. Ah, it's just this this the screen. As long as you don't um, do another one of me like doing this or like, oh, I'm gonna find one of you like picking your nose or something. Dude. Probably Brian laying on the couch. With he, the this guy, literally shows me, says for our other show, no, don't worry, I got rid of it. He just made it longer. <laughs> That's um, not true. It's the same length. It's just different spot. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy in California right now. We're in Northern California, yeah. and there's fires burning just like not too far away from us. Well, in our city, but. You know, it all continues in 2020, I guess. But um, Add it to we the list. have some news about our show, about our – hello, hey, Anthony, about Apocalypse Now, the show. And don't worry, it's not nothing crazy. It's just that we're switching the Friday show to another day of the week. Tuesday, news day slash reviews day can't be moved. It's too great of a name. But we're switching the Friday show to a Thursday show. He and says that because he came up with the name. No, come on. <laughs> it, was, it was Tuesday Newsday, and then it was Tuesday Review Day. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. just... But no, we're going to Tuesday, Thursdays. Uh, we just figure, you know, Friday nights are tough for a lot of us, and we can make Thursdays work. And it's it's every it's two days a week. It's Tuesday, Thursday. It's nothing crazy like Monday and Sunday or Monday and Tuesday. It's, what are you, you know, talking about? Solid. What do you mean? I'm giving up Taco Tuesday and Thirsty Thursdays now. Oh, wow. Love- well, you can't go out and do anything. Yo, anyway, so. yo, let's be honest. Every day for you is a Thirsty Thursday, bro. Come on. Oh, hey, wow. You're not lying there. <laughs> there's probably a pickleback somewhere that. right here. There's, there's, a, there's a pickleback under the screen waiting for him to drink it halfway through then the show. Can yeah. every day for uh, me be Taco Tuesday? Then? Hey, you maybe? Know, every, you know. oh. This guy, speaking of... For my birthday, he goes, happy birthday. I'll take a shot for you. And I say, oh, you know what? Take three. He goes, okay. <laughs> I said, I said, done. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even have to fight it. Yes. I mean, um, hopefully we can celebrate Brian's birthday soon. But yes, it's going to be Tuesday, Thursdays. Hopefully that is not too much of a you know problem for any of the viewers. We hope you guys can still join us on Thursdays. Yeah, we've just, we the last month we've run into a lot of Friday Oh, I'm not gonna be here. Oh, we get maybe we'll do this, and then obviously with the holidays coming up, uh, a lot of guys. Uh, what? <laughs> no, uh, you. What is that noise? Have you never seen that from SpongeBob, where he goes, "We've run into a lot of," and then the little guy goes, "Hoopla!" Oh, Hoopla! no, no? Um, no, I haven't. I haven't seen that. Um, but yeah, it just it for us. Uh, not that the world's getting back to itself anytime soon, but. Um, we're when we talk about this on our own time we to each other we've always said we want to get ahead of the curve on certain things and this is getting ahead of the curve uh because it come it might come to a point where a few months down the line fridays 
are an absolute no-go for any of us. And Thursdays right now are a little bit better, and so we're going to go with it. And But I, we want to add that on watch-alongs, watch-alongs will be on Fridays. That's a great point, yes. Watch-alongs will be on Fridays because of our work schedules. Um, doing a watch-along till 10.30 night sometimes is tough. So watch-along, which means the last show of every month on Friday will be that watch-along. So, And we'll let you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. that is It'll a great point. And yeah. they're planned to be the last uh, show of the month. So that's when the watch longs will be. And we're going to, you know, safely, we're talking about safely getting together for those. So hopefully we can maybe pull that off sometime soon once we all feel comfortable doing so. If you watched our Oscars watch along, it'll be a little bit like that, but a lot shorter, hopefully, <laughs> unless we watch something very long. Um but yeah, there you go. Tuesday, Thursday, check us out. And then, of course, the Friday watch-alongs at the end of the month. But yes, yeah, so before we get to some other things going on here, we're going to have Gio tell you about our podcasts. Podcast plug. Okay, so you guys can not only find us on YouTube where you can watch our videos, we have audio versions as well on podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere else you listen to podcasts. So when you guys do listen to our audio versions, we encourage you to not just subscribe so you make sure you get every piece of content, but also subscribe and rate as well. The more that you guys engage with us via comments, likes, um, the more exposure we get to the audio podcasting world. So more awesome people like yourselves can discover us. So if you guys do us, um, do listen to us, please give us do, a do, do subscribe us, do us, and do a us. like and a sure. comment. Do us, don't do us wrong. Do us right. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so to be fair, I downloaded Spotify for the literally the first time today. I've never used Spotify before, and I found us, and now I'm following us. Are we oh, right? Right? Hello, Hello, uh, Joe Joe Rogan right? podcast? Yeah. So, hey, I was reading the chat. I was looking for DC enthusiasts, and do you see Anthony said something about doing a fan casting show? Anthony. Have you not watched the casting table? We do. It's exactly what we do, and most of them are Marvel and DC. Yeah, we're not ones. very good at picking outside. On. Wait, okay, hold on. Let me. I, now, yeah. that, now that he now that he mentioned this, I gotta I gotta pull it up on here on the share screen. Just well, a lot of them have been Marvel and DC characters, is what I mean. But we we, we usually do like Star Wars, Marvel, DC, and we do a lot of fun stuff too, like Disney characters. Um, some special things like Power Rangers or something like that. So we've done a lot of cool things, but we do have a show called The Casting Table that we're at least trying to do once a month. Um, and our last one was a Ray Sloan Star Wars one. So you, you guys should check that out. Another plug, I guess. We should. Here it is. Here it is. Yes. Here are all of our fan casts. We've Ray done Sloan, a lot. Meg from Hercules, Namor, Lord Zed, uh, Spider-Woman, Batgirl, Craven the Hunter, Hercules, Dr. Afro. I mean, the list goes on and on. We've been doing this for a while now, and a lot of people like it. It's one of our staples. So if yeah. you're into that, there you go. Oh, and Anthony yeah, said he so just started watching us. So no worries, Anthony. I was yeah. just like, I was just being funny, but uh, I, I, I wanted to point. Funny. Wow. What a dick. You were not just messing around. around. Asshole move. But um, <laughs> I just wanted to point you to those episodes because we got a ton of them, and they're so much fun. And we've done a lot of cool characters already, and we're planning to do more in the future. Um, maybe, maybe we... I'm probably going to make everyone all mad now, but we should, maybe we put uh, a poll in for who do you want to see us cast next? Everyone. Well, so well, this, so the only thing that, right? do, the, yeah, well, the only thing with doing the poll is we have to decide on what we put in the poll. We can't yeah. actually, they, oh, yeah. people have to actually like send us a message on social media to be like, Hey, you guys should cast this. Otherwise yeah, no, we pick a five, five people or one person yes, and then yes, yes, they yes, vote yes. who we want to cast. Yes, 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 yes. yes. For sure. Yeah, for we can sure. do that. We can do that maybe at the beginning of each month. Yeah. Something we'll think about. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's get to the movie watching challenge where we review films that one of us have been challenged to by the other four. Uh, recently, we're talking about how we want to do the format, but as of now, we let the fans decide out of four movies that the other guys have chosen. And I was challenged to watch 2001 A Space Odyssey. And that was actually a Jake Berlin chosen film. This is a movie that um, has been on my radar for a while. It's one of those classics that I had on my list that I had to watch eventually. And that's why I love this segment or this show that we do, the Movie Watching Challenge, because it gets me to watch those finally. Like, I, 
you guys probably think it's crazy. I never watched Die Hard until Jake challenged me to it. And I never watched uh, oh, oh my goodness, what's the the Jet movie? Top Gun. Uh, I never watched oh, my the Jet, jet movie? movie. Wait jet? a second, hold on. Oh. All right, guys, he's, he's done for the rest of the show. Oh. He's, he's, he's done oh, for the rest yeah. of the show. He's done. I hey, can't believe it's, it's a movie jet that movie. I oh, look. I only God. seen it once. I only seen it once. But uh, but 2001: <laughs> Space Odyssey. Um, so I'm gonna talk about it now. And not going to get too crazy or spoiler or anything like that, but wow, this movie is a mind twister. I or it's just <laughs> crazy. All right, first of all, I asked Jake, "Is it dated?" I don't think this movie's dated at all. It doesn't like look. I can tell it wasn't made today, right? But it doesn't seem like it came out. When did it come out? In the sixties? Yes. It doesn't seem like it came out in the 60s. The graphics, and I think they were just so smart with the effects. Like, they they didn't try to make it too CGI, too much CGI. They did it in a, a way that made it look like it was real. And I think they used a lot of practical stuff and just a lot of an animation when they had to and things like that. But I just, wow, it was crazy. And you know, well, probably maybe my favorite part of the movie, one of my favorite parts of the movie is the opening. It when with the chimpanzees and the yeah. the yep. jaguar and all that was it the jaguar or was it a leopard? Uh, I think it was a leopard. I don't know. Uh, Are you yeah. sure you watched two thousand one and not uh, Planet of the Apes? Yeah, right. I mean, it. So <laughs> no, I'm mean, Brian. Have you seen two thousand one: A Space Odyssey? A very long time ago. Yeah, and so it's the opening, very weird. The first, like, Fifteen minutes are just. I felt like I was watching the Discovery Channel or something, but it was very. It was very insightful. It was like the dawn of man. And it just shows, you know, uh, chimps hanging around, just eating, you know, interacting with other animals. And then one day they get attacked by a leopard and then it kind of triggers something. So now every time they hear a noise, they're like, oh, what's that? What's that? And they start to become defensive. And then they one thing leads to another. They're they figure out how to use weapons like they they figure out how to use a bone as a weapon. And then now suddenly they're beating each other with weapons and fighting and stuff. And it was like, it was showing how men man has progressed to be maybe a violent species or a species that's obsessed with weapons and things like that. I thought that was crazy. And then the big thing we could talk about is the ending. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get into too much spoilers, but the ending is wild. And mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of people have said this, but it, it reminds me of uh, the Christopher Nolan film a little bit. Interstellar. Interstellar. Yep. And I'm terrible at bringing up names today. Uh, it's reminded me of Interstellar a little. It's not the same movie or necessarily the I same concept. It's the space movie. <laughs> it it similar things happen in Interstellar that happen at the end of this movie. And I think maybe heavy, Nolan heavy, kind of, heavy influence. Heavy. Yeah. Nolan was probably paying tribute to this movie a little bit, but I totally get why this is a classic. If I was if I was alive at this time and was very into film. This would have been one of my favorite movies of if I watched it back then. Like, and I, I still I acknowledge that it's a great film. It's not for everybody though. It's it's long, and it's slow. It's very and long. it's but I was intrigued by it. Jake knows I don't mind that long or slow movies if if it's good content. So I I'm satisfied. I, I'm just glad I got this movie under my belt, and it is one to think about. I. Not gonna lie, I watched a few YouTube videos right after I was done <laughs> to help me comprehend it a little bit. But what does this movie mean? It is a very uh, intriguing and thought-provoking movie. So thank you, Jake. I'm glad you liked it, man. I I, I adore this movie. I mean, you know, guys, you guys know how I'm a sci-fi nerd. I love that type of sci-fi thinking stuff, and um, this is definitely one of those. Uh, it's my favorite Stanley Kubrick film. Um, and so anytime I get to to show someone it who hasn't seen it before and who enjoys films like that. I'm uh, uh I'm glad you liked. It. That's awesome. Yeah, and the last shot of the movie is so freaky, but it's <laughs> but it's what makes it great. Um, yes. so yes, so the next part of this is someone else new being challenged, and I challenged Keith, who's not here today, but he will find out sooner or later what his movies are. Um, so yes, we all four chose a Keith movie. So Brian, why don't you reveal those films? All right, so. The four films that Keith has been challenged to. It feels so weird revealing them. I feel like I'm not supposed to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the first one being I Love You, Man. The second, 
Troy. Look at Brad Pitt right there with that long hair. Third, Grandma's Boy. <laughs> Fourth, Primal Fear. I love that no one's able to ever figure out which one I challenged. Just yeah, this one's on hard to figure out which one you challenged, Brian. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. I almost accidentally revealed mine. But yeah, because Keith, Keith is probably watching right now, um, yeah. so we can't say too much about it. But yeah, I'm very excited to see if uh, if my movie gets picked. Yeah, there's a couple on there I really hope get picked. Yeah. There, there are. I'll say that there are two that I constantly keep seeing pop up for Keith. Oh yeah, so. I, we should look, do. We should do when Ga when Keith's not here. Gabby picks <laughs> movie, oh, or just wow. when someone's not here, Gabby gets to pick the movie for him. Uh, that'd be that, that might become a disaster. That would be yeah. interesting. Well, there you have it, Keith. Those are your options, not your options, but those are the fans' options. So you'll be watching one of those movies uh, before next Tuesday's show. All right. So let's tell you guys a little bit about our merch store. If you haven't already. You've got to pick up some Apocaflix gear. You could rock an Apocaflix Now t-shirt, an Apocaflix Movies t-shirt, some of our old older shows that are at least on hiatus for now, the Padawan Podcast Nerd Nation. We were just talking about the casting table, and you've got to get a Fandalorian Club shirt before the Fandalorian or the Mandalorian comes back. <laughs> That's not the first time we've done that. And we got a bunch of other goodies on there from our other side shows. So, yes, you can go to Public dot com uh i forget is it slash apocaflix or something Wait, like that or just apocalypse search apocaflix movies when you go to t public you can also get mugs pillows uh sweaters stickers a whole bunch of cool stuff and masks just like rachel pointed out last time maybe most importantly you can get masks which i still need to get some apocalypse masks but the funny thing is oh, that's different from the other ones uh nobody's gonna know what they are but it's kind of a cool conversation starter like what is that and then you're like oh well, it's my podcast so or it's a <laughs> podcast that i listen to so go and please oh. help us out there we go Link in the live chat that solid i'm sure it's in the youtube uh in, in the link as well, in the bottom as well. So let's get to our main topic today, which is going to be the Disney live action remakes ranking. This is in vain of Mulan. And Jake, since you kind of came up with this, what were you thinking in this realm? You just wanted to touch, since there's been so many of these, especially recently, you wanted to get in with Mulan coming out, you wanted to talk about them? Yeah, you know, uh, we, we're not going to be able to do a review just yet um, on Mulan because we were some of us were kind of scrambling to watch it uh, you know, in the last day or two, and some of us may not be able to catch it until a bit later on. And once we all get a chance to watch it, we'll do a review of it uh, because people are still trickling in to get it on Disney Plus and stuff and figuring all that out. Yeah, just so not, we're scrounging the $30 it cost. Yeah, buy. yeah. And, um, you know, and so I thought, you know, instead of instead of focusing on Mulan, why don't we focus on the Disney live action realm, which has become very popular over the last six years or so. There's been a lot of them in the last 20 um, but it's become increasingly popular over the last six years. You know, the the more popular animated films are become are coming to screen. There's even more coming to screen in the next ten years. Uh, a lot of them are currently slated, and so um, we're just going to rank them. We're going to rank and, and get our official Apocalypse movies top five, um, as we usually do with uh, with some of our rankings. You know, like the Charlize Theron movies and stuff like that. Um, and you'll see this a lot more on the channel. Uh, when movies start coming back out, we had talked about it and like we did with the Charlie's Theron when Old Guard came out, we're going to be ranking actors, movies, franchises, stuff like that on this show because the show goes does twice a week. Um, and so this is part of that. And I figured uh, so those who can throw Mulan in the ranking can throw it in there um, because some of us have seen it. Those who not are just going to rank the ones they have seen. And we're going to see our personal list as well as what the official consensus uh, Apocalypse Movies list is going to look like. And I have Keith's list as well, so he is included in this. Oh, sweet. Awesome. That sounds fantastic. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, if we consider Disney animated live action remakes a kind of a subgenre in a way, this is one where I'm – the movies that I'm looking forward to the most disappoint me and movies I didn't expect to like, I like a lot. And it's like some of my favorite animated films of all time haven't translated to be my favorite 
adaptations of all time when it comes to these movies because most of my top five are movies that weren't even in my that aren't even in my top 10 disney animated films so it's kind of crazy for me i'm just glad it's... they can't touch toy story <laughs> not yet not yet you, 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 i mean who knows what you're gonna see in the future brian don't you know we'll see about that one um all right let's let's just go around the table and do our personal list and i'll say this uh for brian and geo Go one by one, uh, a little slower, just because I'm gonna actually be counting yours on screen. I had Jacob's uh, uh, previously, and so his already counted. So Brian, why don't you go ahead and start? What is your personal list of Disney live action remakes? Do we want to read off what movies there are? Because we did go back. To oh, the, like, I'll go ahead. And do that. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that here. I'll pull up the list right now. Okay, so the Disney live action remakes that we currently have on our list that we have counted are and they're no in particular order here we have 101 and 102 dalmatians alice in wonderland alice in through the look alice through the looking glass cinderella maleficent maleficent mistress of evil pete's dragon the lion king dumbo the jungle book aladdin lady and the tramp beauty and the beast mulan and christopher robin those are all of the live action remakes um not all of us have seen all of them um and so you'll see a mix and match of all of it but uh with that said brian why don't you go ahead and number them off man uh, so I have number 10 or I have 10 that I've seen. Wait, am I literally just going all 10 right now? Yeah. Cause then we're going to, we're going to discuss these in the uh, consensus list. Hey Jake, okay. I have a question. So like if I have, I have 12, right? Am I going to read all 12 or should I just read my top 10? Just read your 10. Just read your okay, 10. cool. Yeah. All right. I'm ready to cause some waves. <laughs> um, all right. At number 10, I have Dumbo. You're good. I good. Okay. Yep. Here's my wave. Number nine, Jungle Book. Wow. Okay. You weren't lying. Uh, number eight, Alice in Wonderland. What? <laughs> I just seven. Seven, The Lion King. Uh, six, Maleficent. Five, Christopher Robin. I've still four. What? I just I haven't seen Christopher Robin yet. Uh, four, 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> Three, Cinderella. Okay. Two, Aladdin. Number one, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that's what I figured with that one. Wow. All right. Okay. I'm shocked. Um, <laughs> uh, Gio, go ahead. We'll see if the comments were after the reveal of the personals, then we can go after each other. All right. So I got seven and a half. That half is uh, Mulan. I'm almost <laughs> done with it. But uh, at number seven, I have 101 Dalmatians. At number six, I have Alice in Wonderland. Number five is Beauty and the Beast. Number four is The Lion King. Number three is Cinderella. So, Brian, you and I, number three. Ha! Number two is Aladdin. The movie I was way late on. And number one is The Jungle Book. Nice. And this, holy Jesus. Good list, Jim. Jacob, oh. look, like his blood is a little bit... <laughs> Playing after mine. I'm just yeah. No, just for one reason. Only. If if you guys are in the chat and you're just putting your list, uh, first of all, put your list in there. Maybe a top five favorites, and I'll get to them after the personals. Um, so just hold tight, but make sure you guys are putting those in there. We'd love to hear from you guys. All right, Jacob, go ahead. Yeah, so I have twelve, and the ones left off my list are Alice in Wonderland and Dumbo. Those movies are straight trash. So I'll I'll get to my top ten. Uh, so I have number ten is 102 Dalmatians. Number nine is 101 Dalmatians. Uh, number eight is Maleficent. Number seven is The Lion King. Number six is Beauty and the Beast. Number five is Mulan. Number four is Christopher Robin. Number three is The Jungle Book. Number two is Cinderella. And number one is Aladdin. Nice. Jake, right. you would love Christopher Robin. I know it's just one that I haven't been able to catch yet. I know it's on Disney Plus too. Um, all right, number ten, Lady and the Tramp, the Disney Plus film. Nice. Uh, number nine, Maleficent. 
Number eight, 101 Dalmatians. Number seven, Pete's Dragon. Number six, Beauty and the Beast. Number five, Mulan. Number four, Cinderella. Number three, The Lion King. Number two, The Jungle Book. And number one, Aladdin. I'm shocked you didn't have Cinderella above Lion King. Um, and then let me go ahead and read Keith's off for him before we get to this official ranking here. Uh, and we can kind of go after each other. Um, so Keith has six on the list. And number six, he has The Lion King. Five, he has Beauty and the Beast. Four, Mulan. Three, The Jungle Book. Two, Cinderella. And number one, Aladdin. Can I ask a quick question? What's yeah. up? Why do you guys think Disney's live action was like so far apart? Because they did 101 Dalmatians in what, 90, 98, 99? Yeah, late 90s. And then 102, and then nothing. Do you think they were just waiting for technology to catch up or something? Well, or? they they kicked off Disney Animation Studios in the mid-2000s. That was a big thing. And they also focused on a lot of fairy tale stories in the mid-2000s. Yeah. Um, and even early 2010s. There's a lot of fairy tale-based stories um, in that time gap that weren't actually animated remakes. Also heavy Pixar time, too. Mm. Yes. Introduction. And, you know, I think you're right about the technology. Though the Dalmatian movies have real dogs in them as, yep. as the as the dogs, so they're not CGI dogs. It, the budgets were probably way lower than these other movies. Um, okay, so before we have any comments on anybody's list, here's a couple we have in here. Um so I loved OG Jungle Book and thought the remake was good, but not great from Rachel. And then Brian here stepping in my top five, Christopher Robin, Dumbo, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast and Jungle Book. Uh, I'm, nice. I'm interested, Brian. What is it about oh. Dumbo that you like so much? That, that's one that I'm curious because I haven't seen Dumbo yet because um, I just didn't I didn't hear good things about it. So I didn't get, I didn't get to check it out yet. Yeah, you don't you don't need to really catch that one. <laughs> I, I kind of okay, any strong endorsement, Brian. Well, I, I I kind of had to push myself to finish that one. I'm not oh, gonna lie. Man. I was but, excited for Dumbo too, man. So was I. Colin Farrell, Farrell and Michael Keaton. Man, and uh, okay, Green, does, yeah. does anybody have any comments on anybody's list before we get to this? Brian, you have Alice in Wonderland over the Jungle Book. What the? What? I don't. I'm ready to piss a lot of people oh, off. Oh my goodness! I don't dude, like the Jungle Book. The Jungle what? Book is amazing. It's I incredible. But that's, find, I'm not mad. It's just your opinion. Like, wow. I find the story of the Jungle Book annoying. I really don't like the. Oh, Jungle you Book. mean just you don't even like the animated one? No. Oh, okay. Okay. So, now I understand. You don't. List, Rachel. You didn't even like the originals, and the the live action one is very similar. And I actually think the live action one might be better than the, the animated one. But I just I could see that now. If you don't like the original, I I understand. I will say, whoever thought that Scarlett Johansson should be Shikhan, perfect, genius. That was great. Yeah, that was probably the best part of that movie. Her her snake voice, like it, it perfect. But uh, Idris yeah, I just yes, was amazing too. in that. I will say that the voice for not liking it, they they kind of spot on nailed that voice cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm just not a Jungle Book person. I don't. I don't like the Jungle Book that much. So, oh, yeah, Rachel, that's li- yeah, they took that's literally what they did with Dumbo. Dumbo is hard. Dumbo is a hard movie to watch, animated or not animated. Not to mention, it just had a hard time translating because the movie's barely an hour long. The animated yeah, movie. So they stretched it. It's like it. an hour and like three minutes. So, they it's did just, the Hobbit thing with Dumbo. Yeah, they had to literally find a story to tell within the actual story. Here, Jake, while you're doing that, I'll read you Brian's uh, reasoning for Dumbo. Go ahead. Uh, he put, I love Dumbo because it added more to the storyline from the original. I love Danny DeVito in the opening sequence with Casey Jr., I was obsessed with Casey Jr. growing up. Instrumental, plus uh, love the scene shown during the opening with circus folk, plus love the Dreamland sequence. with. So I was going to say, the movie starts off okay, but then once it just drops and it's just, yeah. and I didn't like the rest of it. But I actually liked the first 30 minutes of Dumbo, and then it just kind of falls apart for me. Visually, it's really Oh, good. yeah. Visuals are great in that film. 
All right, gentlemen, we have our we have our top uh, top five and five honorable mentions. We have them. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So this is uh, a consensus list between the five of us, um, and so I'm going to quickly name off the ones that didn't make the cut of top ten, and those are Alice Through the Looking Glass, Maleficent, Mister Evil, Dumbo, um, Hundred and Two Dalmatians, Lady and the Tramp, and Pete's Dragon did not make the cut. Um, so those ones are officially out. As far as the I, ones that are in, what? I've never seen Pete's Dragon in either, ever. They're both good, in my opinion. In my opinion, they're both good. I don't um, even really know the story, to be honest. Um, all right, so here it is. Our 10 through 6, our five honorable mentions. Coming in at number 10 with eight points is Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Number 9 with 10 points maleficent number eight with 13 points christopher robin number seven with 16 points is 101 dalmatians and number six with 19 points is mulan interesting any thoughts on that one i barely remember 101 dalmatians but <laughs> I have fond memories of it. Glenn Close was amazing in, yes. in that role. Yes, and well, it must be stated that they're also remaking it right now for the current Disney oh, yeah. action climate. Emma well, Stone will be playing Corella Deville. So uh, it, it's not going to be a direct adaptation of what it was. It's a very different style. It's it's pre the Hundred and One Dalmatians. Wait, it's where did Keith have Corella. where did Keith have Mulan again? Keith had Keith Mulan. Had Six, so Keith had Mulan at the five, four, four spot. Okay, and have any who else have seen Mulan? Or Gio oh, had seven and a half, right? Seen half of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I was wondering how it got so many points. I'm glad to see it at number six. Yes. Um. All right. So our top five, our official top five, and we'll go by one by one here. We can kind of discuss the movie as we do this. Um. Coming in at number five, and uh, this is the five through one. All are movies that we all ranked. Everything below it, uh, not all five of us ranked. So it kind of works out. Um, nice. Number five, coming in with 28 points, is The Lion King. Um, the direct, per- not, not, I'm not going to say perfect, because the direct, straight to the T adaptation of the animated film came out a few years ago. had a lot of hype around it. I know I like it more so than a lot of people. Um, it's, a, it's a movie that I really, really enjoy. Because uh, The Lion King means a lot to me. It's my all-time favorite animated movie, and it's in my top ten. But um, I can understand why people don't like it. Uh, there were some decisions that weren't that I wasn't so fond of. Uh, but I am glad it made the list. I am glad it made the list. Number five, right? Yeah, I have it yeah. at number seven. I don't know if I could say yeah, that's I have where it I have lowest or not. But uh, here's this is another situation. Lion King is top three animated film. D- definitely Disney top three of all time, and. It just, I don't know, like it didn't blow me away. I just wasn't uh, excited after I left the theater. I, I can't explain it. It's like, it's almost, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a few big differences in the movie. Um, but for the most part, it just didn't do anything on top of it to intrigue me enough. But it's not a bad, it's not a bad movie at all. I just like Lion or, I mean, we'll talk about other, other movies on this list have did things different that elevated it for me. This one didn't. Fair enough. Yeah, I uh, feel like I feel like this movie should have came out first before Jungle Book, honestly, because it, it kind of felt like Disney saw what Favreau did with Jungle Book. Like, wow, we got to do a Lion King ASAP. And they just the movie came out two years later. And it, I think um, the wow factor, the you know, I, I I don't know what to call it, but The Lion King didn't have that, whereas Jungle Book had that. I mean, you, can you guys help me fill in that void? It was just a – when I saw Jungle Book on the screen, I was just like, wow. Yeah, I know I what you mean. You know? Yeah. Jungle Book went a little astray from the story, did it not? A little bit, but not a tiny bit. I, it's funny. I was just thinking to myself when Gio said uh, that The Lion King should have came out first, if you placed – the Lion King before that, it would have slowly been a progression of Disney getting away from doing direct adaptations, right? Because yeah. Lion King was a direct adaptation. Jungle Book was a slightly different but very similar movie. And then you get to something like Aladdin and Mulan, which are kind of a lot different in their different yeah. ways. 
it was a, but of course that's not how it worked um but i do understand what you're saying about it coming out first because it it, it might have wowed a lot a lot more people coming out first because they wouldn't have been like well we've seen this before it doesn't need to be direct if that was the first one i could only imagine the people the way people would have reacted mm -hmm. yeah jake you and i saw it together and we also i also had a really bad theater experience i'll say that remember that yeah i was yeah go and for you it still That's liked it <laughs> yeah um but yeah i think i had too much excitement for it again i'm not I don't know why I'm saying this. I'm not a huge Lion King person either. Um, but so so that could also play a little bit of a factor. Um, and I'm still bitter for them not putting Jeremy Irons as Scar. So Fair I'll enough. still hold, I'm going to hold that forever. Fair enough. Uh, be, be prepared song was barely in it. Get the hell out of here. How are you not going to have that song? That's one of the best um, songs. You're going to hate Mulan. Uh, eh. no, I doubt that. Um, okay, moving on to number four. Um, this is with 32 points, so coming in with four points above it, and that is Beauty and the Beast. So, what? Brian, you had you had this at number one. Uh, why don't you take the reins on this one, man? Shame on you all, especially <laughs> you, Jacob. Shame on you. Hey, I have my reasons, man. We'll what are your that. reasons? We'll, we'll get to that. I mean, if you want me to say Beauty and the Beast is my favorite animated film of all time mine too and, oh not of all time and i was disappointed with it to be honest and look it's it's emma watson man i i love emma watson but i just i don't <laughs> Did know you see his face when he said that emma watson man. i was just disappointed <laughs> well i look <laughs> look how look how ready he's getting i know <laughs> Ooh, she may or may not be my number one hollywood crush but just saying like i I, I was just watching this movie like this is not appealing to me. Like just I feel like they rushed the songs and they're like, let's just recreate these moments again and throw it all together and people will yeah. love it. And they. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were the best and, part of the movie. And yep. they're and to be added, they're doing a Disney Plus show. on no, them, Gaston, so go. Luke Evans as Gaston was am amazing. Perfect. And Josh Gad as LaFoe was amazing. Thank you for mentioning that. There's some great parts about it. I just, I wasn't feeling it when I was watching it. Like I, you feel it when you really like a movie and I just wasn't feeling it. I don't know. It, I think that movie had so much hype around it. It was, it was going to be hard to beat that movie. It was very similar to what the Lion King had done. It, it had so much hype around yeah. that movie. There was so much excitement going into that film. Um, and it was, it was a slight letdown. That's for sure. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I haven't seen it since it came out in theaters. Maybe I have to revisit it. But uh, I know that for myself, and probably similar to you, Jacob, um, the the anticipation for that film was so high. I think that's that what it is. It was just hard to reach. It was just a hard reach. Yeah. yeah um, okay. The, uh, oh, oh, go sorry. ahead, Gio. Sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna quickly going to say, I think the look of the beast, I never got used to it. Watching the whole movie, I just I, – I don't know. It, it just – Really? And, that, and that's a hard thing to do, honestly. I mean, just – because that was one of the more anticipated things about the movie was, okay, how is the beast going to look? Um, and then later on, when they do their dance, it's like, I don't know. The whole transition into it, it wasn't as magical as the animated one. But, you know, like to you guys' credit, this is this is a hard uh, one to adapt uh, for sure. So They still did a pretty decent job with it. So, um Absolutely love this one. This so good. I've probably watched this one more than enough, more than I can want to admit to. Uh, Anthony, yes, the microphone. Um, I was good. Yeah, I was. I was gonna. I was gonna get to that, Brian, because he's put yeah. in the chat a couple times. Um, yeah. Uh, just real quick, Anthony. Uh, we we were growing as a podcast, and we were very much figuring out the tech side of it all. Um, Mike's too close in in softwares and stuff, and so. Uh, that's just growing pains. It's just growing pains. We've definitely figured it out now. Um, and you won't see any issues on a lot of our stuff over recent time, but, uh, it was definitely just growing pains, especially when we just started the casting table. That was definitely a little growing pain thing. I think that might've been one of our first ever episodes on actual video too. Oh, so that was actually a couple, not even that far behind. Yeah. We hadn't yeah, so. bought all the, like the fancy equipment that we have now at that point. Yeah. So we're, yeah, we're figuring it, was, it out. 
We were still very much young in the game. Um, okay, back to this. Let's go ahead and get to our top three Disney live action films. And it's it's. Whew. I mean, the the first one is a no. It's a, it's an absolute lock of a win just because it got so many points. But number three, coming in with thirty seven points and with the highest rating, was um, Mr. Geo himself, and that is the Jungle Book. Um, coming in at number three, um, the only reason. The only reason why it didn't compete for number one is because Brian had it very, very low at number yeah, nine. That's crazy. Um, so, Gio, take the reins, man. What do you think on the Jungle Book? I mean, first of all, it's a visual achievement. You know, when you remember that John Favreau shot everything on set. Correct me if I'm wrong, but via Mandal- uh, like the Mandalorian, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just uh, the little boy, I, I can't remember his name, uh, but he Mowgli. Did- no, I no the actor. <laughs> I know it's Mowgli. Yeah. Hey, you asked for the little boy, man. I hey, he was great. Though. Well, yeah. yeah, but the fact that he was able to act like without any animals is just again another achievement. And uh, you know, the animals all look ne- great. Neil Neil Sethi Neil Sethi is his yes name. Neil Sethi. Great job. Why isn't he in more stuff? But yeah, I mean. It's just like I said, it, it had the wow factor and it, it just built off of that. The voice casting was amazing. Um, and just I, I felt like with this one, Favreau really had, you know, got to take his time and it, it turned into just a great, great movie. Yeah, I mean, look, you have you have uh, all those actors, Bill Murray, I mean, Christopher Walken, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Idris, I mean, Idris Elba, right? Idris Elba was in this one, not the other one. It was Sh- Elba. Yeah, it so was Shere Khan and Scarlett Johansson was Ka. I said yes, yes, yes. Um, and Ben Kingsley as Bagheera. Yes. Um, who's, who's the, bad the, guy voice, the voice cast was just the voice oh, yeah. cast was outrageous. Um, John Carlo it was, it was the voice cast was outrageous. It was uh, some of the best build you'll ever see in a uh, in a film, that's for sure. Um, and definitely to Gio's point, having the kid act up against a blue screen the entire time with not actually seeing animals there um, is pretty insane. Like I can just imagine that scene of filming when they have Cobb wrapping him in the film and what's being wrapped around him and he, him trying to act like it's a snake. You know, it just uh, it's it's pretty incredible. It's achievement. John, uh, John Favreau doing what he does best. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's I had it at number two um jacob and keith both had it both had it number three and so um consensusly it's a it here it's very popular uh, brian has his reasons which i'm in, very interested in hearing outside of the ones that you already had mentioned you're just not really a jungle book fan yeah i just i never really liked the jungle book growing up and just it just never really appealed to me at any age the, but i will say the one thing i did enjoy was just literally the animals voices because the acting the voice cast is insane it literally like i went and looked at it it like i feel like i'm literally just keep keep clicking and it's more and more and more actors that are in it um and i will say uh it is the highest rated uh disney live action remake out of it all, has the highest Rotten Tomatoes, I believe, right? Yeah, ninety-four percent. Yeah, it was very heavily critically received. Yeah. So I mean, like, we know Rotten Tomatoes can be some caca, but <laughs> but if it's throwing up a ninety-four, then clearly some it did something right, especially for the harshness that people go after Disney live action remakes. So for me, it's literally just a personal thing. Um, if I liked the Jungle Book as equally as you guys, I pr- it probably would have been higher up. And so, oh, that makes sense. And I think we're just as much as we like. Yeah, I think we're just like spoiled <laughs> sure. as movie fans because we have such great special effects these days. But this was this might have been the biggest, uh, you know, technical achievement in film in recent years. It was crazy, all shot on a, in L.A. on a soundstage and all that stuff. There's nothing real except Mowgli. That's it. And they showed a little bit of that uh, behind the scenes footage during that Mandalorian documentary uh, series. And you could just see him just running and then jumping and uh, rolling and things like that. And I just love the visual, like 
not just visually how great the special effects are, but what they did with it. Like the, when they, he lights it on fire and the end action scene. And I love the ending, the, what, what they did with the ending. I yep. absolutely love it. Yep. It's different from the anime movie. If I'm correct. Yes. Right. Yes. He goes the other way. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. I was going to say it came very close to taking in a billion dollars for. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was a monster. It was an absolute monster. Yeah. For yeah. All right, gentlemen, Uh, we are here. We are at our top two um, coming in at top or number two, excuse me, uh, with 41 points, not being ranked lower than number four. uh, And that is Cinderella, the first (laughs) of the real wave over the last six years. Um, Cinderella with Lily James, Kate Blanchett, Richard Madden comes in at number two with 41 points. Uh, and that officially makes the movie that none of us expected to be here. Yes, exactly. Uh, none of us expected <laughs> to be we're, we're here at number one men vote with Cinderella into number two. <laughs> well, and, and that, that what I was going to say is that, uh, that officially puts, um, a movie that we completely were bagging on oh, the very yeah, beginning exactly. at number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. With 48 points, a whopping seven points ahead, not Almost being ranked lower than number two. Two people ranked it at two. Three people ranked it at number one, and that is Aladdin. Guy Ritchie's yeah. Aladdin was voted our number one Disney live-action remake. But let's first talk about Cinderella. Um, I haven't revisited this movie since I saw it. Um, it's co- actually come up in a lot of conversations as of late. Um and it's something I definitely want to go back to. And I also want something else from it. I want to see Lily James back as the character. Oh, yeah. I want to see Richard Madden back. I want to see Kate Blanchett back. You know, I, I want to see this because it was such a it was, you know, and maybe I didn't appreciate it back then because I was I wasn't as into, you know, film um, them as I am now. But uh, the, the movie is um, it's incredible and it's a great adaptation of what Cinderella is, especially the live action version. So. Um, I think it's definitely deserving of that number two spot. Yeah, I actually have it ranked number two on my list. And here's part of the reason is I, I'm not a big fan of the like Cinderella Stories classic. It's a great animated film, but I, it's not one of my favorites. I never expected to like this movie this much. And when I went to go see it, I was just it looked good, but I was just like I just went to go watch it. And I was so surprised and. I think it was my first time seeing Lily James in anything. And uh, I freaking love her. I know Jake loves her too. She's amazing as an actress. And she's definitely, if people don't know who she is already, she's definitely on the rise. Like, I think she's going to be a bigger star in the next two or three years. She, she getting a super her role. Yeah. She's something. That. Something. Uh, and Kenneth Branagh, man. I, the thing is, look, Kenneth Branagh did Thor and he's not this. Yeah. Yep. I'm so telling I, you, Brian, Artemis Fowl was just a fluke, man. Yeah, it was. It was just uh, a fluke. And that's why I'm not that's why I'm surprised Artemis Fowl was so terrible. But yeah, it was just a fluke. I just my point was he knows how to do fantasy. He did he did Thor. So with the director of Thor doing Cinderella, it was a good That was fit. a long time ago. <laughs> that was yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> and Richard Madden is Prince Charming, right? Yep. And yep. they they're talking about doing a Prince Charming spin-off movie from this. Yep. And it's just so weird. It's like it's not like it did anything crazy that blew you out of the water. Like there was some big action scene or something. It just, it was just a really good movie. And they, the part, the elements of this fairy tale that are like classic in the animated film, they handled that stuff very well. I thought. Agreed. Yeah. I remember the, uh, I was walking to watch a movie and I saw the teaser poster just had the, the glass slipper. Yep. Like, Oh, yep. I'm catching. And I uh, caught the movie later on. And I mean, to your guys' point, Lily James was, I think, born for that role. I mean, she has so much grace in the movie. Um, I loved Richard Madden as well, coming off Game of Thrones. Um, but how about the costumes and the whole oh, uh, yeah. designs and and whatnot? Uh, it was just it's such an enjoyable movie. I mean, you wouldn't think, especially being a guy, but... Yeah, there's a reason why it's number two on our list. Uh, it's funny because I I don't know what it was. A very long time ago, I didn't. I hated this movie. I hated how it came out. <laughs> wow. I, I I don't know what it was. It might have honestly just been because of I I don't even know honestly. Um, 
but this movie, I rewatched it a while ago and I remember loving it the second time. And I've been, this is movie I've been actually like really dying to rewatch again because I feel like I'm going to love it. What? I also forgot Hel- Helena Bonham Carter as the fairy godmother. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was trying, trying to remember who that was. Yeah, yeah. I was hell? waiting for you to say something because of the Schmodos. Stellan Skarsgård as the Grand Duke. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, well, it's funny because I was looking at it at Wikipedia, and they literally have a chart for Kenneth Branagh because he only he basically only uses the same actors, uh-huh. and like a bunch of them were literally just checked uh-huh. off. And, and Haley Atwell as her mother. And yep. I think in the beginning or during flashbacks too, I believe. Flashbacks, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. But yeah, this this movie I need to go back and re it's I'm sure I would probably love it even more than I can remember it. And I I just remember Kate Blanchett being such a good bad guy. So good. The be- the evil stepmother. So but yeah. You know what, Brian? I, I need to go revisit Beauty and the Beast, man, because I I only watched it once and I was very disappointed. I'm gonna revisit it. Good. I bet you you'll like it more around this time, Jacob. I probably um, will. Okay, so that officially makes Aladdin our number one Disney live action remake here on this uh, this ranking today or tonight, I should say. Um, as I mentioned, it came in with 48 points. Uh, Brian had it at number two. Geo had it at number two, and Jacob, myself, and Keith all had it at number one. Um, I mean, just a, wow. a wallop <laughs> around the board. It would have gotten a perfect 50 points. It was the closest to a perfect 50 points, making it number one. I mean, look, well, I remember watching this teaser trailer. We did a reaction to it back in the day, and the first thing we saw was Will Smith's genie, and we were like, what the hell is going on? Like, what is going on? Lo and behold. Uh, before that, it was before we saw Will Smith. Well, we, well, we got an image. We, yeah, got, we got an image or a magazine cover or something. But when we did the trailer, and then we were like, okay, this movie could be really, really bad. Like, it could be really bad. And we were wondering how Guy Ritchie's style would work with it and, like, you know, just everything going on. And then a year and a half later, we're coming out of this movie, and I instantly said, walk out of that movie, that's my favorite. I saw it twice in theaters. I loved it. Uh, Mina Masoud as Aladdin was perfect. Perfect. Um, Naomi Scott as Jasmine was perfect. Will Smith's genie was perfect because it was different. I mean, everything about it was just so good um it's bright it's colorful the the songs were great um i listened to that freaking song all the time it gets stuck <laughs> in my head um is it? it just i'm not even gonna go there <laughs> um so i i am very happy and not surprised that it uh, ended up at number one this for me i don't think for me remembering i I cannot remember a movie that I was so ready to absolutely <laughs> bag on. <laughs> this is from this is from before. <laughs> That's good. That we should good. do that. We maybe she could take over Baby Driver. Just have her be the main Baby Driver now. Um, I. What was that for? There was a bug in my face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I it was like a revelation. Um, no. <laughs> I, I I don't remember a movie that I've gone into so convinced I was going to hate and then walk out going, holy shit, that was really good. Didn't we see it? Brian, we saw it together, right? I think we did, yeah. Yeah, and I took Gabby uh, back the second time is what I did. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because uh, you... I walked out and I was like, she's got to see this. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, it. holy cow, was this... It was so good, so good, so much better than I expected it to be. And Will Smith's genie was perfect. It paid homage to Robin Williams while making it his own, but in a respectful way. And because, I mean, let's be honest, that he's an untouchable character. So for them to go there and use it, but still respect it and give it the attention and respect it deserves. It, it was fantastic. And the songs were so just so good. So good. Um, I will say that the only, the only thing that I didn't really care for in the movie was Jafar. I'm not going to say as far as it goes to hate, 
Yeah, but uh, it's definitely him. more in line with what Rachel says here. It's just it's my only complaint about the movie. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of him, but he didn't like ruin my experience with the movie. He's a great actor too. Yeah, in, he in, was. I don't know if anybody noticed, but he was in the old guard. Yeah, yeah he was. Mm-hmm. So he's great. I I think I just needed someone a little older for Jafar. Makes sense. They're set. They were setting up for more stuff. You know. Yeah, that's fine. But I mean, well, hell, if they go to the other ones coming up, but yeah. I will agree with you. They were trying to avoid him trying to marry Jasmine be creepy. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It makes sense. Because if he was like Which, a 55 year old man, <laughs> it would have been weird. Like, yeah. And what's the name of the actress that played Jasmine? Oh, Naomi, Naomi Scott. Scott. Jake talked about her. Look. Good. I, I, I guess, that's, that's so Jacob's. Much. That's Jacob's 1B. Yeah. Basically, yeah. But I saw this uh, movie like three times in theaters. I had, I kept telling people like, let's go see it. Come on, let's go. You haven't seen it yet? Let's go. Uh, I loved it so much. And I bought it on Blu-ray immediately. And I still watched it on Disney Plus as well. I I tried to get my one and a half year old niece to watch it. She's a little bit too young to pay attention to live action stuff quite yet. Um, so we're still watching Moana and things like that. But I just I love this movie. The music is incredible. The way Will Smith reinvents the songs, well, like they're based they're the same songs, but he reinvents them. Just I'm not gonna hum them or sing them, but the Prince Ali song, what he thinks he does with that. Oh, the thing what things he does with that, they do the chopped and screwed, and when they're doing like we're waiting on you to the <laughs> to the king, it's just uh it's amazing. I love all that stuff. And friend like me, he killed that song. It's it's just an overall. This is a feel good movie. You want to you put this on when you're in a bad mood. You're gonna it's gonna put a smile on your face. So I just nice I love it so much. Me, I didn't do anything. Did you did, oh, you didn't hit your mic. Or was that? Jacob? Oh, that was me. That was me. Sorry. <laughs> I I, mean, I forget. <laughs> I'm literally sitting here like this with my hands on the chair and it's me. <laughs> Yes, the you can't really see my arms over here. Yeah, Gio, what are your thoughts on Aladdin? Man? Well, I was late to this. Um, you guys kept trying to get me to watch it because um, you guys know how much I'm a big fan of Will Smith, and I thought his casting when it first announced was perfect. Because to your point and to the movie's point, it's something that he could make his own, and it's a very, very risky role um, to take, but he did it and he killed it. Um, but I, I love the direction that they went with the uh, the costumes and the look of um, what's the name of the city? Uh, Agrabah. Agrabah. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted to just. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the, the chemistry between Aladdin and Genie was awesome. Um, the Genie looked good. I remember everyone freaked out at first when the Entertainment Weekly uh, cover showed Will Smith. And not the genie. And Will Smith was like, "Guys, relax. I'm gonna be blue, you know, because Will Smith." I, think, I want to say that was one one of Jake. Was that our first that picture where we were like, uh, "Yeah, he was human." Well, and the and teaser, he looked terrible in the, te- yeah, the, the very first teaser. Ever released, teaser but yeah, but it wasn't finished yet. Yeah, good call, Gio. Good call. Yeah, no, but I mean, look, I really, really enjoyed it a lot. I loved it. I loved it. Like it, when it was funny, it was really funny. Um, the lead actor, I think it was the first time. What's his name again? Uh, Mina Masoud. Mina Masoud. Really good. I want to see him back if there is a sequel, obviously. And I want to see him get more roles in Hollywood. I mean, it's come on now. Yeah, take care of him, Disney. He he came out and said he wants to play Nightwing. Did he? Yep. Hey, there will be a sequel. Let's say this. Movie. I don't mind. Oh, yeah, there will be. 100%. There will be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that. But yeah, great movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get out of here, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and run through one more time our top five as well as our five honorable mentions for our Disney live action remake. So coming in at number 10, we have Alice in Wonderland. Number nine, Maleficent. Number eight, Christopher Robin. Number seven, 101 Dalmatians. Number six, Mulan, the most recent one. Um, And then the official list. Number five, The Lion King. Number four, Beauty and the Beast. Number three, The Jungle Book. Number two, Cinderella. And number one, Aladdin. I will say this. um, No matter how you feel about all of them, 
it is pretty cool seeing all of the major heavy hit Disney animated films at the top of the list. That means that they were successful. That means they successfully did what they needed to do and remake these movies for live action audiences, um, as well as sprinkle in some of the other ones that we really enjoy. So, yeah, I, I'm happy with our list. I will say, go watch Christopher Robin if you have not yet. It's a very enjoyable film. Go very watch Pete's film. Dragon. Yeah, I haven't I seen that one. I need to watch. I need to watch that one as well. But I think I need to see the animated first, though. Yeah, it was. It's an it's, it's an older one, so it's it's older animation. But I mean, that's yeah, for sure. All yeah. right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Apocalypse Now. Don't forget to join us this Thursday uh, for our first official Thursday Apocalypse Now, even though we did one last week, but it was our watch along, of course. And yes, don't forget to check out our podcast and our social media outlets. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Apocalypse Movies. Thank you all for watching. For Jacob, myself, Jake, Keith, or not Keith. Keith isn't here, but for Keith as well, Gio and Brian, <laughs> we'll see you all in a couple of days. <laughs>